Hey Marvelniacs, welcome to another exciting episode of Guardians of the MCU. This is a miniature episode, just a news update. Uh, this is episode number 323. Uh, if you listened to 322 already, which you probably did, um, we had a bit of a recording uh, snafu at the beginning of that, basically for the news segment, where only my track uh, recorded, not Sheba and John's. So very strange. Um, so yeah, so I'm just going to do a quick uh, uh, news update here. There's 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 really like three items uh, to 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 look at, and I apologize that it is just me. It's unfortunate. I don't have anyone to work off of. Um, it means there's no discussion. You just get kind of like the random garbage that's in my head. Um, and I'll probably even try to, as I go through this, like remember some of the comments that John and Sheba made when we were actually discussing this. So. Here's what we get. Um, first item up uh, for the news. Uh, Deadpool 3 might, might be delayed. There were some rumors that circulated earlier this week among some reliable sources like Screen Rant that Deadpool 3 would be delayed due to impacts from the strikes. Not a big surprise. Uh, you know, a bit of a bummer, but not anything that's completely unexpected. Now, this has not been confirmed by Disney. And of course, the reliable sources like to get things confirmed by Disney. So they went to Disney. Disney did not private provide any comment, and Disney has not changed um, yet its release schedule for for movies. Uh, so Deadpool three is still currently set for a May third, twenty twenty four release. Um, so the the news the, the the sources again the credible ones again like Screen Rant um, either issued retractions or updates to their original article saying, "Hey, right now this isn't confirmed." So also providing that caveat uh, here in, in this particular uh, news discussion that we have. Um, given what is expected for content um, of Deadpool 3, that delay may also impact some other scheduled releases because, you know, story flow. Um, A ha has to happen before B, which has to happen before C. That said, there is also their given release schedule. And so if Deadpool 3 is shifted, um, the, the probable first option where it would shift to would be the next, uh, Disney slot or, the, or actually the next, uh, MCU slot within the Disney release schedule. And that's July 26th of 2024. So that would just postpone it by almost three months. Um, July 26th is the re scheduled release date right now for Captain America, Brave New World. Uh, that would then shift it to uh, Brave New World to a December release date uh, because they really didn't have anything like in the fall um, scheduled for then, which is the Thunderbolts release day and, and blah, blah, blah. So you end up with this whole cascading shift of things. Um, more on that, obviously, I, you know, the thing is, I'm not going to be surprised if Deadpool 3 is, is getting delayed anyway. They were. Uh, only partway through filming, I think like roughly halfway, <clears throat> excuse me, when the Actors uh, Guild strike hit. And even beforehand with the Writers Guild strike, they had their hands tied a little bit. They obviously had a script to work from, um, but Ryan Reynolds notoriously uh, likes to ad lib, which I think ends up contributing ultimately to the quality of, of stuff. Um, but as a credited writer on the film, if he is ad-libbing, that means he is changing the script as, as, as a writer, and that was a no-no for the writer's strike. Um, 
So that's that's where we're at there. Second item of news, uh, the Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red. Uh, this is the animated special um, that we've mentioned before that is slated to release next week. So October 22nd, uh, I'm sorry, 27th, uh, October 27th on Disney+. Plus. Um, there is a synopsis uh, of that, which I've not seen prior, uh, and it's pretty brief. The Avengers gather to celebrate their latest victory, but their celebration is quickly interrupted by the mysterious disappearance of Black Widow's father, Red Guardian. As the Avengers investigate, they discover that Red Guardian isn't the only one missing when they meet a dangerous new foe quite unlike anything they've ever encountered before. So um, it, these are fun things. They're non-canonical. Um, I, I really like what they do with them. They're super creative. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's going to be out just in a few days. So that should be great. The last news item here, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, over the last few days, there have been a lot of news and quotes surrounding um, the new, uh, a new book that's come out, which is titled MCU, The Reign of Marvel Studios. Now, um, first off, I think it's really super important to note that this book is not a Marvel Studios publication. Um, this is more of a journalistic, um, almost biographical uh, examination of Marvel Studios uh, roughly to date. Um, and, uh, you know, so they, they, they're referencing a lot of historical material and um, quotes and, and, and interviews and, and, and that kind of stuff. And they, they, they kind of draw a timeline and, and, and the book looks like super interesting. It looks like it's really good. Um, I, I may look to pick it up. Um, it almost even seems like kind of the first chapter of it is a reflection on the decades preceding the MCU and the stuff that was put out on movies and TV of Marvel characters beforehand. Um, obviously, many of which were rather unsuccessful. Um, so they kind of do a retrospective of that, I think. That's that's what I'm getting from some of the things that I've read uh, before really getting into MCU stuff. Um, obviously, they they hit uh, the first Iron Man movie pretty heavy because that was kind of the start to it all. Um, you know, they talk about storytelling and, and and all that good stuff. So it seems really good. And because I, I guess, you know, one particular benefit of it not being associated with Marvel Studios is that they, you know, are looking at things also with a critical eye so they can kind of be honest and say, hey, here here's some stuff that didn't work out so well um in in the mcu so you know get, get kind of fair <clears throat> some of the bigger stuff coming from this um it seems to include some reinforcement of rumor um that's been going around for a little while that kevin feige intends a soft reboot of sorts um of the mcu following the secret wars film so uh, this book was co-authored i think three authors were in it one of the authors joanna robinson says uh quote we have a quote from Kevin Feige sort of implying that Secret Wars will serve as a soft reboot in which they can prune everything. Not to use a Lokiism. I, I, I like that little insertion. They'll prune everything that's not working and just keep what is or bring back people you thought were gone forever. Um, and I think by people, they obviously mean characters because I think there's a lot of actors that, you know, they, they, the actors have moved on. They're, they're no longer interested in, in, you know, coming back to this. They've um, you know, maybe unfortunately aged out or, or whatever. Um, so, you know, kind of a, kind of a, a, a bit of a reset. Uh, and there is additionally a passage toward the end of the book that reads, uh, quote, Feige had to learn different lessons from the comics. 
how superheroes periodically needed to be rebooted, how to stop variants and spinoffs from spiraling out of control, how an annual mega crossover event could unify a disparate line of characters. So, you know, a lot of it, to an extent, it does make sense. I mean, comic book storylines, comic book characters kind of reboot fairly regularly. Um, actually, now it seems like they're doing it with, I think, a little too much frequency. Um, if, if you are a, a, a comic book reader, um, you've, you've probably seen that it almost seems like every few years now where it used to be, you know, I mean, we had comic storylines that literally went on for decades before there's any kind of a reboot. Um, we would also have like alternate, um, alternate storylines, uh, which later on in Marvel comics, they explained as being kind of multiversal. Uh, but, you know, we had Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, you know, you get all, all, all these other, you know, Spider-Man titles, for for example, and they, you know, weren't necessarily all happening in the same universe. They had different storylines. They had uh, some different characters in them, whether they were supporting characters or villains or whatnot, um, and completely different events that happened in them that weren't uh, tied to or influenced by or influenced um the what was happening in the other books so i thought it was just kind of a, a, a you know fun opportunity that they've done for again for decades to really just tell different tales um with you know with some of the same characters in these different books with still kind of one of them being tied canonically to all other things that were happening in comic books um, and the other ones, you know, still having some really great relevant storylines, um, but just kind of doing their own thing. Um, so I, I don't know necessarily that that would be successful in doing that uh, in, in the MCU. I think right now there's already a lot of confusion with, even though it's all technically supposed to be in the same multiverse, um, at least for most of the stuff. But, you know, we have our street level characters and we have our, our superheroes and then we have our cosmic characters and our um mythical characters and or mystical characters rather um you know and 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 all these other different ones where right now it just kind of seems like a mishmash because they're they're trying to set up the foundation for all of them at the same time um i would hope that you know eight or ten years from now we're going to be able to look back and see a definitive thread for the street level characters and the cosmic characters etc cetera, etc cetera. um but right now it's kind of a mess and i think that that's what's one of the things that's leading this kind of some dissatisfaction um, amongst a lot of MCU fans that things aren't tying together like they did with the whole um, Infinity War saga, uh, you know, where when you think about, OK, hey, we had a few movies and then we had the Avengers movie and that brought all those main characters together. And then, you know, we would introduce some other characters in other movies, and then we would bring all the characters together again. And, you know, they kept doing that mega crossover thing to really show adhesion uh, across all these characters and across all these storylines. And now we don't have that, that cohesion amongst them. Um, we have groups of characters each kind of doing their own thing, which is, which is also very cool and very understandable. Um, you know, and they do it in the comic books all the time and that works, but comic books also have a, a particular volume that they can inexpensively churn out. So, you know, we, we tend not to like, really complain about that that much because they they can change courses very quickly they you know they don't have obviously production schedules like we do in 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 streaming and, and film so um 
you know, there's obviously things to be learned from comic books, but those things don't always translate completely well into the the moving visual media. So, um, so I'll, I'll I'll just put that out there. And and, and when we did cover that news, uh, I, that was really the item that had the most discussion um, uh, amongst John and Sheba and I, and 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 largely, you know, what I the things I just mentioned were were um, integrated a lot of their thoughts and opinions on it. Like, hey, yeah, there can be some value to doing some kind of a reboot and obviously bringing in different actors to tell some great continued stories of these things. Um, but also on the other hand, um, and there actually is also, there's a, a, a another quote from Kevin Feige milling about, it, I think, I think from an interview he did with like variety or something where he said, you know, we've only scratched the surface. You know, we, we have decades of material from the comic books that we can reference and they can also do original storylines and, the stuff that they've done right now across the whatever 32 movies or something that, that we're at has only scratched the surface so far, um, which is, which is great. You know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot there and, and certainly Kevin Feige um, recognizes that and, and sees a lot of that potential. Um, so just to kind of put it out there right now, secret wars uh, with a scheduled release of May 7th, 2027 is the latest thing in the MCU that is scheduled. Um, and that got on the books quite a while ago. Um, and, and there has been nothing added after that at all. So it, it'll be interesting. I mean, obviously we expect secret wars to be a big culmination, a very significant culmination of things. Um, and you know, it, it may very well change things to the extent of, almost giving us a, a soft reboot of, of certain things. I mean, it would be cool to see um, a Tony Stark Iron Man or a Steve Rogers Captain America uh, come back, even if played by different actors. Um, because I think that, you know, yeah, there are a lot of great stories to be told. And obviously there's, you know, terrific interactions that those characters have with other characters that, you know, prior to, their demise or their would be demise in um in the MCU for those characters that you know they didn't get to interact with other characters they didn't get to participate in other storylines and especially when we look at the influences the comic book influences for the MCU where you know characters perpetuate i mean iron man has died countless times in the comics and and has always been brought back and same thing with spider-man and and you know countless other characters um and, you know, so we've, we've gotten that constant interplay. We've gotten that constant evolution and they've explored different facets of these characters. Um, and, you know, now with their supposed death in the MCU, like that, that's all been cut short. Like, you know, we, we don't get those characters again. So unless there is something that does viably bring these characters back. And again, I would completely expect different actors to be portraying these characters um, you know, that's, that's, that's where we are. So I, I, I think, I think there's some cool opportunities and I think it's, it's, it'd be great to do that. Um, but it also can add to a lot of confusion that the more casual fans, uh, may not tolerate very well. You know, we saw some of this happen, um, with DC movies where they did some things that were kind of out of sync of the, the, the storyline and, yeah, sure. They were able to tell some really great stories, but the casual fan is looking at these, trying to discern how they all tie together. 
and you know things are large enough um, and expansive enough as it is in the MCU that you know we have some confusion with casual fans. I mean, there's even some stuff that I have to go back and reference to make sure that I have right in my head. Um, you know, and I like to think that you know me and John and Sheba and 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 Eric and you know other folks that that you've heard from. Um, you know, we're, we're obviously we're pretty darn into this stuff. Um, as a lot of you are, our, our listeners, um, but there's just, you know, there's been so much time in so many movies and, and Disney plus shows and all that kind of thing, um, that, you know, it, it can be a challenge to kind of keep things straight, uh, you know, in the timeline and character arcs and, in certain events. So yeah, some, some interesting things certainly to come and a lot of, uh, interesting speculation that, that surrounds that. So uh, my apologies for the the fractured episodes here. Um, the technology glitch was kind of upsetting to me. Um, we were solidly thirty five minutes into recording when I realized that their their audio was not recording on my end. Um, so yeah, oh well. Ah, uh, we will be back next week with um more news and obviously our review of episode four of loki um so that will do it for this week thank you very much for listening we'll catch you then take care bye